0: what's up everybody welcome back to never made varsity early morning edition it's not even early morning it's nine o'clock <laughs> this is never made varsity my name is colby you can find me on twitter at colby complains it's
1: early for me colby they, uh, <laughs> come on now um <laughs> my name is david rivera you can find me on twitter at uh d 1222 i almost plugged the burner again look at that
0: the burner that's not even that ad anymore no it's not
2: <laughs>
0: hi
2: It's me, Maverick. You can find me on social media at heartbreak and I mean heartbreak underscore underscore kid. It's like Eeyore. (laughs) That was what I was going for. Nobody wants to hang out with me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Good morning. It feels like it's like 5am. I'm probably going back to sleep once we finish. Um... I'm Aaron, and you can find me on Twitter at Aaron P. Friedman.
1: We were high energy this morning, y'all.
0: <laughs> and we all agreed to do it in I the know, morning, right? yeah. so.
3: I begrudgingly agreed. I wasn't going to say no.
0: This was the best time for me. I have a meeting later today. It's going to last a while, so. Yeah, Carla's got to use the room for work later, so. And Maverick's got to go to work. Yep,
2: must be nice to not have to work today or do go to school today. I have next Monday off, too, because it's the end of the quarter.
0: Oh, man. Remember teacher work days? Why can't I have a teacher work day (laughs) in my real life? (laughs) All right. So, how do we start these? How was your week? (laughs) David, did you have a good week this week? I had a
1: great week. The uh, kids are sight reading through their NPA music. Um, we're getting ready for that. The eighth grade that I'm with is freaking phenomenal. They're they're playing like a high school band, so I'm really excited for this MPA cycle. Seventh grade's gonna have a little bit more work, but they're also you know literally twelve and thirteen years
3: old. We'll get there.
0: Aaron, how is yours?
3: Good. Uh, I'm on day four of a four day weekend. Um, because I personally do not have class on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I didn't have work on Friday. Um, I have left my house three times over the weekend and it has been great.
0: Are you underloading? Yes. Oh, look Very at nice. you. Maverick, what have you been up to?
2: Just working. You know, just the usual. It's supposed to be kind of the slow part of, of season where I'm working right now but it hasn't died down quite yet and we're still about 2 weeks away from getting like our our cut upco- like winter spring class of incoming people so
3: it's a little bit stressful
2: at the moment cuz this was always supposed to be the time where ha everybody gets to take a nice deep breath and recuperate a little bit but luckily I have some holidays that I have saved up for so might need to use those over the coming weeks I know that push this push from
1: January through the end of March is always is brutal and so I I've saved up like all I've used one personal day and zero sick days up to this point knowing yeah, that I'm ours use. will kick
2: back up about April through the end of July ish and then slow down a little bit pick back up from basically October through January so there's some little windows to take some breaks but just gotta keep on keeping on
0: all right, let's talk. Let's start talking about the thing we don't want to talk about. I mean, the thing we all collectively don't want to talk about, uh, which is Carolina basketball. Because I, ha- I literally don't have anything else to say.
1: It's so bad, y'all. It's it's just it's atrocious. I I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I I took the basketball equivalent of a mental health day, and I just didn't watch. I just I couldn't do it. I could not bring I myself. I also
3: I also did
2: not watch.
0: I went grocery shopping towards the end of the game.
2: (laughs) I believe... I I actually did watch the whole game. just And just... I don't know. I I wanted to do my very best to support. And... Yeah, things went south really quickly. We got down pretty big in the first half. And so then I, I did go to lunch to get some time out. But... Yeah, we're... Like I said, this was supposed to be the the manageable part of the season, and I mean we're still sitting at eight wins now. We're under five hundred for as they reported on the on the broadcast since two thousand four. Now the, the whole thing people are saying is that's the same year that we won the national championship. But I don't see Raymond Felton, Sean May, Marvin Williams, Rashad McCants,
0: they are uh, not walking Jawad Williams
2: door. <laughs> anywhere anywhere in sight. Um, but so I do I think see very, Cole Anthony very turning into
3: Kemba Walker and leading us to 11 straight wins
2: in March. I mean, that's that's I think that's the only way right now because given how we played against this first kind of leg of ACC teams versus what's coming up and our lack of success yes, we might get Cole back hopefully in the next few weeks because it does sound every bit that he's not just going to sit out and – prep for the draft that he will indeed play so if he does i commend him for that but i'm not even sure how much he will lift us up at this point i mean he's gonna have to put up kimball walker uh, big east tournament like numbers
0: Mm -hmm. and then we'll go to Dayton. (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're, we're just not good and i don't know what else to say besides we're not good so I've seen like
1: even when we've had injuries or like been or had a team that we felt is like not particularly talented, even those teams could beat the bottom of the ACC. Like I'm not used to being the like the bottom of the barrel of the ACC. Like it's kind yeah, of we disheartening. are currently in last.
2: In it's ACC really disheartening right now.
1: because I feel like we have pieces there, but it's just watching them is like watching. I don't even want to say paint dry because paint dry is probably more entertaining but i don't get as angry at the paint drying
2: paint drying doesn't break your heart
0: right Paint says um, it's gonna
3: dry and it dries every time without fail
0: (laughs) this is the first time i've seen a roy williams team that hasn't gotten better
1: yeah that's the striking part too isn't it
0: like they just have
1: not improved
0: They're still making the same dumb mistakes they were making in November, and that's incredible. Like it's, and this is how spoiled we are. We're looking at the scene. We're like, we I've never seen anything like this before. And It is Mm -hmm. literally just a bad basketball team. But and now it's come down to the
2: thing too, where I mean, you have kind of two sides of the of the upset fans that they're either blaming the coaching staff. Or they're blaming the players, and like most things in life, it's a little thing. It's a little bit of both. Um, where in critical moments, there have been some coaching situations, In critical moments, there's been a lack of execution on the player side. Yes. I,
1: st- I still don't believe that he didn't tell his team to foul up three, considering it's a part of his strategy now. Like it's a part of his coaching strategy. I fail yeah, to believe that a Hall of Fame
2: coach forgot to tell his whole entire team. To, 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 not to And none to of the assistants that. said it. And, and, yeah, and, because right, if I, it was a part of the scheme, if he didn't say it, an assistant would have said something.
1: So, like, I, that, I appreciate him taking up for the team and taking the heat for them, but... It literally doesn't good. make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't think so little of Roy that he would forget that kind of thing. He's been doing this too long. So, it, it's just... And you know it you know what's the worst part is that people are getting really up in arms and it's okay to be upset about it, but like think like looking at our class next year, like our our incoming point guard just scored forty two points. <laughs> and I, like the next one is about to be a five star. We got two five star big men coming in on top of the, the people that are already here. And we get we'll Puff Johnson okay. and we'll be <laughs> this program will be I told
2: everyone at the start, we are not UCLA. This this two shall pass. <laughs> <laughs> now someone also brought up cool, like an interesting thing like on twitter i don't i don't necessarily see it happening but just given how bad the season is i don't even know how the coaching staff kind of broaches this do you see anyone on the current roster potentially transferring um like like andrew playtech like even maybe even sterling um like well I don't know those, if
3: Sterling's ever gonna even play basketball again. Or
2: or even Brendan Huffman, so one of the players that really just doesn't get any minutes, doesn't look like Roy's the Roy ha, or doesn't look like they have done enough in practice to even warrant minutes. because uh, that's how Roy says he evaluates the doing playing time. Is this the grad transfer's last year of eligibility? Are they gone after this yes. Yes. No, year? Yes, no. Cam I'm was gone. a, a, a um, very much case. an outlier. It's one year of eligibility, so they're gone. Good. <laughs> So, I mean, at the moment, we are completely allocated for scholarships because I know there's a couple more recruits that Roy is showing interest in, but we don't have any spots. So, like I said, how would they even have that kind of conversation? Because I feel like Roy's just the kind of person where even if you aren't playing the expectations, he's, he offered you and he's not going to tell you to leave.
1: Right. It, if you, it sucks, that, that,
2: but... And that sucks at, at one point because... I mean, you as a uh, as a Hall of Fame coach should be able to expect players to live up or at least develop at a certain point. But at the same time, it, it also demonstrates just how much he does truly care, I think, for the players and and wants them to be able to succeed. And he wants it to be at Carolina rather than somewhere else.
0: If we look at, like, I think the bigs are the are – the if one were to transfer it would be one of them just because we have two five star bigs coming in. I doubt Garrison would leave since he's a senior and would get a bunch of minutes. Oh no, I
2: don't see that it would be a Sterling, it would be a even a um a Walker Miller or Brandon Huffman.
1: I just don't know if I, I genuinely don't know if Sterling Manley will come back to basketball.
2: Like were y'all hearing those whispers earlier like Yeah. That like medically retiring and everything. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Like I said, that's the whole point where if if he doesn't play like that's a scholarship. And correct the the the, the job that is asked of to fulfill said scholarship is not being done. So, so but like I said don't it's think, a tough conversation I, to have, but
1: I don't think Roy would ask him to do that, but yeah. I think he, he might be taking that taking that look.
0: This isn't two K my career. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> all right yeah this
1: put a cap on the season it's over just don't try not to get worked up over it
2: they're bad they know they're bad it's fine as as you said this too shall pass we do have a good class coming in this year i think some of them being for like potentially two three-year guys uh, seeing some of their develop i would say like caleb love is going to be a one and done but Uh, For someone like R.J. Davis with his size, probably more like a three-, four-year player. Puff Johnson probably at least a two-, three-year player. Um, I imagine at this point I don't see any reason why Armando would leave at this point. I think he would very much uh, benefit from coming back a second year Um, because I know this this year's big class is pretty strong anyway, so he would be fighting a lot of competition. Uh, getting drafted this year so I think if he does come back that just means he's going to get a little bit better next year Garrison Armando Dayron, and Walker Kessler I mean that's going to be a solid front court Mm -hmm. and I think it'll
1: make him better with the competition because right now Armando is the big man (laughs) like he is the big man Brandon Huffman is like a brick moving around and like Sterling Manley's not there and Garrison's the only other quote-unquote big, but he's more of a power forward. He's the only center. So I think having De'Ron and Walker um, will be good for him to have a little, just a little bit of competition just to push him a little bit.
2: I would say, too, Walker, I would say, is a stretch for two. He just has the size of a five because he is a really good shooter and can spread the floor out. So I'd see him coming behind Garrison and Dayron coming behind G- Armando.
0: Anyway, this is off-season talk. We will revisit this in October. Correct. Uh let's talk national championship of uh, football. We have we have crowned a Cajun Swamp Monster as <laughs> the coach of a national championship winning team. Congratulations to the LSU Tigers. Go Tigers.
3: Go Tigers.
0: It's a uh, I did not expect Clemson to get manhandled like that. Like that was, we haven't seen Clemson get like dominated like that for the past two years. That was impressive to say the least. They got (laughs) Alabama a little bit, a little bit. But
2: all that matters is LSU played neck, and it was the most glorious thing ever.
0: You know, Joe Burrow is really good. He
2: is.
1: I don't. No, he is i i don't I don't know how successful he'll be in in the pros, but he'll definitely get drafted up high. His stock has definitely just skyrocketed.
3: Has it skyrocketed? I feel like he's already been the consensus number one pick for a while I think he cemented his place on the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Sorry,
1: I meant sorry. I meant skyrocketed this season, not like just God, because I, of that game, not because it's not
2: just because of the of the national yes. championship
3: game. I understand now.
2: And he gets to be go back to his home state.
0: Yeah, there is no way. I, there have been a bunch of rumors about different teams trading up to get the number one pick. There is no way Cincinnati lets the kid from Ohio go somewhere else at with the number one pick. Was but,
1: was Johnny Manziel from Ohio? No. Okay, I was just thinking. About that. I was like, wait a second.
3: <laughs> Brian Hoyer is from Cleveland. Ooh. All
0: right, sorry. Former Browns savior. So now that LC has won the national championship, there has been a, max ex- a mass exodus. Everyone is leaving. Joe um, Burrow is going to the draft. Um, their defensive coordinator is going. Oh, where is Aranda going? I'm blanking um, at the moment, but Joe Brady is going to the NFL to be the Panthers' offensive coordinator. I think it's going to be very difficult for them to repeat next year. Oh, I don't 100%. think anyone
3: expects them to repeat. This was their year. I mean, it was Joe Burrow's senior year, and it's impossible to place replace Joe Burrow.
0: Um, Aranda is replacing Matt Rule um, as a coach. You know it's actually really funny because I
1: it, we talk about LSU and the, and them losing everybody, but then you look at Clemson and you've got Trevor Lawrence coming back and you have ETN also foregoing the draft and coming back for his senior year. So it's like, do you expect to see Clemson back? I think so. Like I think Clemson still has the pieces to keep going.
0: <laughs> and I I was listening to 99 The fan and. Joe Ovius said the only competition for Clemson next year in the ACC is North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he Football said that 100%, school, 100% sincerely. Wow, Joe Ovius said something nice about us? <laughs> wow. He says nice wow. stuff sometimes. He doesn't put it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bomani Jones um, was talking like he was saying something crazy. But, um... Yeah, Clemson's going to be right back. They aren't losing much. That entire defense is coming back, Um, and uh, with their defensive coordinator, doesn't look like he's going anywhere. I bet he has the best job in the world. (laughs) He is not leaving. But um,
1: somebody said that Trevor Lawrence looked amateur on tape. Like he made over. Like no. Like he's still going to be top five pick next year in the draft. There's no way that his draft stock. Plummets that so much that he doesn't still leave. Like people were like crapping on him the whole um, game, pretty much afterwards, saying that he missed a ton of throws and didn't have good pocket awareness, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm just like, just
2: he's a sophomore; he'll he'll live. <laughs> I think you just give that more credit to LSU if you're really talking about the national championship game. They're just a really good defensive team, right? Mm-hmm. That wasn't necessarily a slight on. Trevor Lawrence, he it was just he played a really good defense.
0: Yeah, right. yeah. Dave Aranda is a hell of a defensive coordinator, and he um he called it a good game in the national championship. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the first quarterback off the board next year. Like I think that was decided like la- the middle of last year that he was that's where he was gonna go. So. Do y'all
1: remember uh, when that we had that that one kid? He was committed to UNC. Uh, something shuck. He went to Oregon or something. Do y'all remember that? Do y'all remember that kid? No. No. Never mind. Because he, I think he's <clears throat> he's Oregon's QB now. I don't know if he's starting for them, but I just keep, all the times I'm thinking about we could have had somebody else, and then we ended up with Sam Howell. It's just a beautiful feeling.
0: <laughs> it's a good feeling to have uh they have a quarterback and they are good <laughs> you don't have to worry of you don't have to worry about anything because they're just going to be good at playing, uh, good at throwing the ball so football who, oh timers Ty Shuck sh- sh- something it's, it's, I think it's from really shuck interesting that does not look, i it believe it does not look like because it because he looks like an Oregon kid. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he looks like he belongs in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, so Odo Beckham was wilding out. Oh, man. <laughs> It was just
2: not quite uh, the interaction like Aaron had
0: with Odell Beckham in our national championship game. <laughs> yes, Aaron, close personal friend of Odo Beckham. <laughs> yes.
3: He told me he was going to do all that in advance.
0: No, he told you he was going
3: to go to the Browns.
1: (laughs)
0: Wait, are you
3: telling me he didn't give you cash? (laughs) (laughs) He gave me fake cash, just like LSU said it was
2: fake cash.
0: Until Joe Burrow just snitching. Yeah, yeah, no,
2: that was real. (laughs) What
0: are y'all talking about? That was real cash. Straight up snitching. You got to do better than that. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, and then... um, smacking a security guard on on the buttocks not a police officer uh he, he slapped paul blart on the butt after he told him <laughs> not to smoke cigars in the locker room
3: <laughs> well i think the bigger the smoking cigars in the locker room did seem kind of out of place but that is a legitimate fire hazard but apparently that security guard was going around and sniffing every player's water bottle to see that there was no alcohol inside of them
0: yeah, that was Major Cop Brain.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then that guy pressed charges on Odell Beckham for smacking his buttocks.
1: I
0: thought yeah, he decided since,
3: to not press charges.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I think New, like the city of New Orleans or like Louisiana was pressing charges, and oh, uh, then Paul sense. Blart told him not to. I'm just going to keep calling him Paul Blart. That makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, Odell. Uh,. All parties needed to chill on that Saturday night or Monday night.
1: You right. saw where he grabbed the megaphone uh mm-hmm. next to the band? Did you also that? Neck. Yeah, he he uh <laughs> he grabbed the megaphone for the band and requested neck
0: <laughs> so very drunkenly. In their book, and they just like have it on standby whenever they need it, but they just like, yeah, so. is that because the of the fine?
2: They usually wait for an alumni to
0: give them a go that they will pay it because I know Odell's paid it before. So apparently, there isn't a fine, that's just something Odell made up <laughs> that he was gonna pay the play, pay the band, and he did end up like giving them money to play Neck, but there's no fine, they just don't play it because they don't want the crowd yelling. <laughs> Yelling what? It's Colby? just more of Odell whiling out. <laughs>
2: Yelling what, Colby?
0: <laughs> uh, Vacuum I that tiger been. phallus. <laughs> when I when I when
2: we upload. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't care. That's the most like imagine being a team hearing that play when you're like down seventeen like they were. It was what like, that was when it was forty two twenty five. They played it on that kickoff. Just imagine hearing that and hearing like. Because it had to be probably seventy thirty l s u in there, and just all of them saying that that's gonna be <laughs> one of the most intimidating things to hear
0: they're having a good time someone on Twitter they they keep posting like different clips of Odell from that night and it said the internet's piecing together his night <laughs> <laughs> piecing together his Monday night for him because he doesn't remember any of it just the hangover happening in real time posted
1: up Carmelone slapped the cops. Uh... Slap Paul Blart's butt.
0: <laughs> but uh, congratulations to LSU. Um, I'm glad that we get a, a happy Ogeron. Um It just makes everything better. Did My they not was wrong, but it doesn't matter. Oh, no. I was really paying attention at the end of that game. They oh, poured that- a, a low country boil on him.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's talk NFL. So, let's do Packers-Niners first. Um, As the less entertaining of those two games, Aaron Rodgers looked washed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he did not look like like the GOAT.
0: (laughs) Like, if there was ever, like, a changing of the guard quarterback year, it was this one. Because, like, that ball is losing some zip from Drew Brees. Tom Brady posted the worst cute. well, like, what worse than average QBR this year? Philip Rivers looked really, really bad, <laughs> and uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, just kind of the air came out at the end of that game. It's been a year for um for the old guard.
1: Yeah, it, you got all these new quarterbacks, all this young blood, and then you got the old guys that are starting to um starting to lose their step just a, just a little bit. Like, Tom Brady's losing to some zip. Actually, a lot of zip. Um, Drew Brees, like you said. Philip Rivers is god-awful. So.
0: I wasn't ever convinced on the Packers this year. I Even though they were, what, 13-3, and three, it just didn't seem legitimate. Especially after the Panthers played them, and I knew the Panthers weren't that good. <laughs> and the Panthers pushed them to the end. Um, yeah, that was a... Uh, I could see it coming. The only reason I would have have anything on them to win is because of Aaron Rodgers, but if he plays like that, it's not going to happen. Um, Maverick, did you get a chance to watch this game?
2: I did watch it uh, to detox from what we're about to talk about. Um, i have to give out a shout-out to Mostert. They're running back for the 49ers. Also, the guy that helped me win the Never Made Varsity Fantasy Football Championship. <laughs> I finally had to be able to plug that out there. Hmm. Um,
0: your MVP.
2: Yes. Because um, that running attack's really good, and Sh- Shanahan has got some really good offensive schemes for him. Because, again, Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't even have to throw.
0: I think he might have thrown like eight times this game. That's nuts. <laughs> that's yeah, the past two games he's thrown the ball 27 times. Like, that's insane. That's the same thing that
2: Tennessee was doing. And then their defense is no joke. And then Richard Sherman gets his fourth playoff interception. God, Did man, you all see talks- Richard
3: Sherman going at it with Darrell Revis on Twitter?
1: I was about to say yes. he talks all that smack, bro. He still has not changed. I love it.
3: <laughs> he talks his <laughs> but he can back it up.
1: Yeah, they were Well, Darrell Revis came at him like he was telling him that he's a soft corner. He hides behind cover three. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't follow the best receiver, he can't call himself the best corner, et cetera, et cetera. And then just,
0: they traveled Richard Sherman around Devontae <laughs> Right, yeah. All it's all <laughs>
1: It's just, yeah. It's just stupidity. Like, just let the guy have a great year. Like, everyone keeps trying him.
2: <laughs> he came off a torn Achilles. Let him live. Yeah, so. Joey Bosa working real hard for that White House trip.
0: Nick Bosa. Or yeah, Nick Nick Bosa, <laughs> Nick Bosa. Yeah, he's trying hard. He wants to. <laughs> he, he's trying to get there. Um, it'll be funny if he's the only one that went. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> like actually, the, be hilarious. He just pulls up in his own car. <laughs> it's like I'm here. Basically, <laughs> uh, yeah, like
2: his his uh, his trip from Medina to Mecca.
0: Now, I still don't trust this offense, though. Like as as good as their running attack is. I feel like um once we talk about the well let's go ahead and talk about the the um Titans Chiefs game and then we can do a little Super Bowl talk. Um Maverick, I'm sorry. Um here Titans fell to the Chiefs. Um magic wore out.
2: <laughs> yep. That was one of my last tweets before I had to get off Twitter. I do I wasn't going to deal with it. We started out really well, 17-7. Mm-hmm. And then the, 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 the second, you fell the right second in half in of the, the, the second Chiefs quarter games, and the entire second half happened. Started What really kicked it off was uh, Mahomes ran for like that 30-yard touchdown and chucked our player right into the end zone. That gum, Kansas City has so many weapons. And, I, and that's why I couldn't even hate because they're such a good team. Because it's the whole thing where we we'd make sure to body up Kelsey and then Tyreek Hill hits us for a, th- a forty-yard play, and then we guard Kel- or we guard Tyreek Hill, and then there goes Travis Kelsey for a fifteen-yard gain, and then we had to play good coverage on both of them, and then Patrick Mahomes either runs on his own or still makes a good throw even in pressure out of the pocket. I mean, there was just so many options for him. I'm not even getting to all the players. You still have Williams. You still have Sammy Watkins. Hardman. Uh, Hardman. Uh, and so, I mean, the better team definitely won. Even had we had won that game, I was definitely going to say that the, the Chiefs are definitely a better team. It would have just been our scheme that outplayed them. But even then, they they shut down Derrick Henry, and that's our main option.
0: And it, the scheme did work for, like, up until, like, the four-minute mark of the second quarter. Like, you were keeping Mahomes um, off the field. You're running the ball. A healthy dose of Derrick Henry. It but that would have had to be a perfect game. You could not make any mistakes if you're the Titans. And there was one series where um, they didn't get the first down. They had to punt. <laughs> and after that, it was over. No, that's so, the whole
2: thing where you live by. And like with if you're a run heavy offense, if you don't get four or five on that first down, you're going to be forced to throw on second and third. And then it's it was crazy where the Chiefs they could be first and 20, and it, it seemed like it didn't even matter because of their passing attack where they're always going to get more than enough plays where it was several third and longs and I had never felt more unsafe with a third and long in my life against for an opposing team. Like Aaron. maybe ECU when we played them. Yeah. In college football.
0: <laughs> Aaron, did you get a chance to watch this one?
2: Yeah,
3: I watched it pretty closely. Um like I said the titans fell right into the chiefs game plan which was get a two possession lead early um so that the chiefs have to try
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um and yeah the chiefs offense did what they do
2: and say i mean the whole thing is cuz i i think it's safe to say that a lot of people would agree with this is that tennessee vastly uh exceeded expectations i mean i was the one that was starting to get in panic mode when we went two and four to start the season, losing the teams we had no business losing to, and then we end up in the AFC championship. And so even losing the way we did it it's, it's not like anyone's giving us major criticism or anything like that. It's just because K- Kansas City's more it's just a better team rather than we played necessarily horribly. But like you were saying, we just had to play a perfect game and we didn't.
0: Does Tannehill get the franchise tag or you go ahead and I get would him tag killed?
2: him make him prove it another year, then give him a deal, and we need the draft quarterback this year. Hmm. Also, I would like – I really enjoy our tight end play because we need that for a run blocking too. I'd love if we could snag Thaddeus Moss
0: like in one of the early rounds. He's good. <laughs> Speaking of the mass exodus of LSU, Thaddeus Moss is really good. <laughs> Former <laughs> so I NC think he State. He would be really
2: good. Or if we got – I don't know Pack. how high like, like the – or I don't know how like kind of in – relative aspects the wide receiver class is going to go but there's a good strong there like i like a justin jefferson or another kind of wide out kind of situation to put a ac- to put across from aj brown because that's going to help us is when we have some really strong wide receivers to really make it uh a sort of thing where it can be both a running attack and a passing attack that's when we're going to go from That's when we're going to reach the next level is when we have some elite wide receivers on top of Derrick Henry that buy into the system because then defenses are going to have to risk one or the other, kind of like how they're doing with the Chiefs.
0: Let's go ahead and – or let's have a a bit of a podcast planning meeting in the middle of this podcast. Um, Next week, do you all want to do – a content corner episode or take a break one of those two and go ahead and talk about like super bowl now or wait until next week i mean we're here
2: (laughs) yeah i'd say we can go ahead and preview it now then do a content corner next week and then react to the super bowl two weeks from now
0: cool let's do that so super bowl we have The Kansas City Chiefs, uh, for the first time in 50 years. And we have, my dad is very happy he's a Chiefs fan. Um, He has not seen them in the Super Bowl since he was 10. And then we have the 49ers of San Francisco. Uh, Aaron, keys to the game.
3: Score more points than the other team.
0: I (laughs) knew that's what you were going to say. Some sound analysis right there.
3: (laughs) I mean, I think that an offense McFarland. (laughs) <laughs>
0: I think an offense
3: as good as the Chiefs is going to beat a defense as good as the Niners when they're both playing at their highest level. So the Niners' defense needs to play at a higher level than the Chiefs' offense.
0: Uh, David, what are you thinking?
1: I think that the key to the game is the Chiefs have to really like commit to stopping the run game. And I don't know if they can, but they looked like they did it Against the Titans, because what did Derrick Henry have? 70 yards? It was
2: like 82,
1: Mm -hmm. 86. He did have three TDs, though, right? He had two or
2: three? I'm not even sure, because I did kind of tune out for a little bit.
1: Either way, they need to sell out to stop the run, because that's where they're going to get beat, if anything. Now, I think that Kansas City has the offense to keep up with, with any kind of hole that they get in, but with the like with I've seen good offenses crumble under a really 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 good defense, a la 2015. So I would just caution the Chiefs to one not be careless with the ball. Uh, I, I think Patrick Mahomes is a good enough quarterback that I don't think he would be uh, overtly reckless. Although he does try and go for those highlight throws a lot, so I don't know. Um, so I think not turning the ball over and stopping the run. For the Chiefs, and I'm picking the Chiefs to win.
0: Maverick, where do you think are keys? Uh, I would. I would like the
2: up between Patrick Mahomes and Richard Sherman. I'd like to see some. I mean, because that you put Richard Sherman what on Tyree Hill or Travis Kelsey?
0: You put Richard Sherman on on Tyree Kill.
2: Tyreek Kill, I would say. I mean, he's track star right there, um, so he's, he's definitely. Your safeties on Kelsey. He's definitely going to uh, test that Achilles, I would say, with the running game. But I, I mean, I hope, I, I think that'll be a really good matchup there on the defense side. And I kind of agree with Aaron, like their defense has to overperform Kansas City offense because I think the Forty ers offense is pretty sound. They're just as balanced as well. You have Mostert, and then they, do they ha- not have Emmanuel Sanders? Out there on the wide receiver core, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm not sure about the other receivers at the moment. I'm blinking, but I mean you have Jimmy Garoppolo, so this is a cool kind of game. too, of some of the the quote unquote the young quarterbacks, kind of of the future, playing together. So it'll be. I think it's going to be a really fun game overall. But I I will go ahead and start going over. I I take the Chiefs at this moment just because of what I had to go through on Sunday. They're just <laughs> A really really good team.
0: I am. Um, I was peeking at DVOA rankings, um, and I see that I was right in thinking Green Bay wasn't that good there. At least last year, last week, going into this week, they were fifteenth in DVOA. Anyway, I was looking at that because Kansas City is third in offensive um, DVOA. San Francisco is fourth in defensive DVOA. So it is a strength on strength matchup. Which leads me to look at the Kansas City defense and the 49ers offense. I think that the way Kansas City plays offense, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to throw the ball. And how how much are we going to trust Jimmy G to come out here slinging it um, in a Super Bowl? He's been to a Super Bowl. He hasn't... um, he hasn't started one yet. So I think it's – I don't know how much I trust him to go out and win you a game. I 100% Patrick Mah- I percent trust Patrick Mahomes to go out and win you a game. So I would pick the Chiefs. I think it will be close, but I think the Chiefs are going to win.
3: I do not think it's going to be close. My gut feeling is Chiefs 38-17.
0: I can also see that happening. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can because I, I think it, I do think the Chiefs are going to win. But yeah, they're they're so good. yes yeah, so- that's
3: why I think that they're going to outscore them so much because, as we've seen, when their offense gets hot, their defense feeds off of it, and their defense isn't amazing. But when their offense is playing well and their defense is on, it's kind of impossible to win.
0: And their special teams. They have yes. some of the best special teams in the league. They are first in special teams DPOA. So, if anything, that might be the thing that wins the new game. Harrison Butker's a good kicker. They have a very good re- return man in Hardman. There is just weapons all over the field for the Chiefs. So, that's where I will go. What else is there to talk about? I think that's about it. Honestly. I think so, too. I mean...
3: Some stuff happened in baseball with the Astros. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, we can talk dude. about those cheating Astros. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you Because they're there. cheating, cheating.
3: So, what happened over the past week was uh, the MLB came out with their punishments, or at least has started to come out with their punishments. AJ Hinch and... Uh, I forget their GM's name, but the Astros' GM... Both were suspended for a year, and they both ended up mutually parting ways with the team. The Astros were fined five million dollars. Uh, Alex Cora was fi- was Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran also both mutually departed ways with the Red Sox and Mets, respectively.
0: "Quote unquote mutually yeah. departed ways." So,
3: personally, I think that that is not enough of a punishment. I think that the MLB only gave the Astros guys one year bands as a way of giving the Astros a chance to like make it right. Quote unquote, um, by firing them. And then like how Greg Williams and the NFL has essentially blacklisted from ever getting a head coaching job. I would say that Cora Hinch and Beltran are probably all never going to have a manager job.
0: So, There have been rumors on rumors on the extent of the Astros cheating, uh, my favorite of which is the buzzer under the jersey that reportedly (laughs) um, Jose Altuve was wearing uh, during, what was it? The The ALCS.
3: The Uh, ALCS. This year, I think.
0: This year's ALCS, where he was holding his jersey closed as he was rounding the base on, bases on his walk off, saying, "Um, like no, no, don't no, no. pull, don't no no no, <laughs> don't tear it off, don't pull off my jersey." Um, and then <clears throat> who's someone's niece? It was uh, allegedly
3: Carlos Beltran's niece, but that was proven to be false.
0: I, this has been a very weird uh, story. Just by that sentence, um, uh, there have been rumors from not not Carlos B- John's niece, but other people as well, saying that he had a buzzer under his jersey that let him know when an off-speed pitch was coming. <laughs> um, the more details come out, the funnier this is. <laughs> um, to me, at least, because that the dedication to cheating is almost admirable.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. I honestly think that the punishments should have been harsher, like, by a significant margin on the Astros than what they got.
2: And a- another one of the debatable things was, too, a lot of it was just organizational, I would say, for or at least in leadership, and it wasn't, and they've kind of come out and said that they're not going to punish the players, and if I remember seeing right on ESPN, there actually was a poll that came out that said 72% of respondents said that the players, too, should receive some type of punishment. What do you think mm-hmm. about that, Aaron? I
3: don't know people are saying from what I've seen that a lot of the point of giving players immunity is that you're not opening up a can of worms with punishing players but I think that the players do deserve to be punished because they're the ones who started this whole cheating ring and I think that given how non-severe the punishments were like to the Astros owner, all he really had was a $5 million hit. And uh, estimates are that you make about $300 million if you win a World Series. So basically, the MLB is saying we will take $5 million of that $300 million pr- uh, gain that you have from winning the World Series. And I bet that every single owner at the end of the day would pay that $5 million to get a $300 million World Series.
2: Yeah, I mean, and uh, they were debating this like on first take 2 and about even just taking the World Series too, because Stephen A. Smith was one of the ones that was like, they need to MLB needs to walk in there, take their rings, take that World Series uh, trophy, and walk out.
3: I mean, and I don't really think that does much of anything.
2: That and that was Max Kellerman's point, where and that's kind of where I am too, because it's it they won, yes, they cheated, they most likely cheated to do it, uh, but you can't. It happened. And so, yeah, it's, it's kind of pointless at this point where people you can't take away people's memories or whatnot. It's kind of like too like with even the Louisville Championship taken away. It happened, mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily change the fact that it happened. It's also the same thing with Barry Bonds' home run record. Yes, he cheated. He took performance enhancing drugs to get to that mark, but it still happened. It might have an asterisk on it, and people might remember it differently now after what has all come out. But it happened
0: nonetheless, I somehow see this as like worse than steroids because at least like steroids made the game more fun, yeah like, and also is... steroids
3: don't guarantee you're good, but when you're at an MLB skill level and you know what pitch is coming every time, it's hard to fail. I mean Altuve had what a four hundred average at home the past couple of years.
2: that's incredible, yeah. <laughs> So does this mitigate uh, – oh, why am I forgetting? Uh, does it mitigate Clayton Kershaw's like kind of pitching woes in the playoffs? Because I know he sucked even before then. But now knowing that they knew all of his pitches, does that help mitigate kind of like his I playoff think, image? I
3: think it more so uh, validates you Darvish saying – like he was the one that everyone pegged for blowing the World Series in 2017 – um and he you could tell he felt really bad about it and i think it's definitely a lot less on him now than it was at the time
0: and a lot of people have to say sorry (laughs) yeah it's been a a weird time in baseball and we're all talking about baseball now they got this podcast to have more than a two-minute discussion (laughs) about baseball so it's good for the game, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> David, what do you think about all this?
1: Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I haven't been keeping up with it a ton, but I just know that I saw somebody. I don't remember what player tweeted. I think it was the Dodgers pitcher who was like, I would much rather play someone who was on steroids or pitch against someone who was on steroids than knew every pitch that was coming their way. And I, I actually really agree with that. Um, like you said, the steroids make – I guess even make the game more fun. Yeah, and it's be on
2: steroids be, and still miss swings.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't guarantee you're going to be good. But knowing the pitch before it happens is a level of cheating that I feel like really, really hinders the game and really, really – what's the word I'm looking for? Like I
0: feel like – It's it, game-breaking.
1: Yeah, game-breaking. There, there you go. It, it really is game-breaking,
3: so – Um, and then you could be as good at recognizing pitches as Barry bonds and beyond steroids. And then it's just impossible.
1: But it's like, do you, you take away that championship? Like it still happens. Like, you know, it still happened. It was there, but it's,
3: that's why I think lifetime bans need to be handed out because at this point, the MLB is basically saying we are going to more or less turn a blind eye to it after the fact.
1: Yeah, I, I would like to see a harsher. I I still don't think you can take away the championship.
3: I still think that, yeah, you could dole out some and some lifetime bans. Anything but throwing the book at the Astros at this point is essentially encouraging teams to do what the Astros did.
0: Yeah, but then you run up against the issue. If you do end up punishing players, that player's union is so strong.
3: Yeah, that's true.
0: So... I mean, it may be worth it to, like, try, but I'm not sure how successful you'd be, you know?
3: Yeah, that's true.
0: I now think that's it. I don't think there is. Have we missed anything? We talked about Drunk Odell. talked about (laughs) the Super Bowl. I believe that's it. Thank you all for potting with me early this morning. Of course. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Nice to get up. At the crack of dawn.
3: Now only three more hours. hours <laughs> now only three more hours till the sun rises.
0: <laughs> anyway, if you want to find us, you can do that at tinyereld.com. nevermade so slash Never Made Varsity. Leave us a five-star rating Interview on iTunes. Anything you like there, Dan. Like, share, let us know via Twitter at NeverMadePod. Thank you to David Cutter for the music. And we'll talk to you probably next week.
2: Deuces. Bye. Tighten up.